minutes with the boogeyman yeah boogeyman. all right so you're off to parksville again yeah i'm sitting in traffic here it's fucking awkward man so you got marco in but, town. You know, yeah but marco is like not even being awkward he's sitting here reading like a fucking book on his phone and like he's like it's a book of what is a self-help to awkwardness <laughs> to social awkwardness that's literally the book that he's reading it's fucking unbelievable Wow. The the surprising part about that is Marco can read. Well, he burns through his data <laughs> to read these fucking books. That's how important it is. Hmm. He will drive the entire way. Like, I'm just going to put in my headphones after this and burn through my data just because I just I don't even want to talk to Marco. Because, like, until he finishes that book, we can't have a real conversation, clearly. So if we can get a fan out there to maybe purchase Marco a Kobo or a Kindle, that'd be great. Well... We know that there are no Marco or Caldwell fans. Yes. So one of our fans left. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so. that's true. Um, oh, fucking Bailey Wil- Bailey Bailey Wilkins is calling me on the other line. So we're not going to answer that. Though. Cannot cannot answer that. But uh, Bailey's cool. She's uh, not very Bailey funny. Bailey is cool. Yeah. Super mom. She made me snacks. I stopped by her house. And she was like, "Can you bring me some kombucha?" And when Bailey asks you to do something, you do fucking you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mom. Yeah. Right. And so then she like, like her dad's getting into boxing. He's like sixty. He wants to fight and stuff. So I signed some gloves for him and whatever. Right. And she loaded me up with like a snack pack. That's cool. Yeah. It's like she's like, do you want some like rice cakes with peanut butter on it? And I was like, no, I'm okay. And she's like, well, I'll just make you some anyway. And she put it together like this, this fucking delightful pack. Uh, Marco, get your fucking awkward face out of there. Okay, <laughs> so we got a snack pack. We got some goji berries. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got some... Oh, we got some nuts. We got some crackers. Uh, what else we got? I think we got, like, a little... Canola bar. Yeah, we got a, an Opta bar. Yeah. Really is unbelievable. Nice. And what else we got here? We got a pop of some sort, but it wouldn't be a pop. It's like a healthy thing, yeah. Yeah, we got, like, a boysenberry, like, club soda water, which is just fucking delightful. You know, you can't beat that. You know, and then she even put little napkins in there. Like, that's, that's a caring person. That's very nice. Now, you brought up kombucha. I want to talk to you about kombucha <laughs> like, a little bit. Very nice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Anyway. Uh, have you ever made the mistake in chugging a kombucha? No, no, it's, it's kind of, it burns a little bit. What, what happened? Do you, you have some sort of accident? Well, well, I bought a kombucha and then I, I had to get rid of it real fast. I, I, I wasn't allowed to bring it in to where I was yeah. going and I had to chug it. Oh my God, yeah. don't ever do it. Yeah. My but, guts hurt for an hour. Yeah, it's pretty intense stuff. Um, yeah. I gotta be careful. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of fizz action there. I have to apologize to Bailey now for shitting on her snack packs. 
but uh... <laughs> right? Yeah, I want. To, she's gonna want a full apology. Yeah, I'll I'll call her and I'll, I'll apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she likes that. She likes talking on the phone. So we do have a, a situation that came up the other day that we need to address probably on the show. Let's and, talk about it. And uh, it's about our our new friend Vinny Paz. Was well, yeah, didn't Vinny like beat up an intruder or something? So a guy robbed his house, stole sixteen thousand dollars from his home, and Vinny's getting charged with felony assault for beating this gentleman up. Wow, cool! Way to good job, America. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! Um, yeah. So obviously, he's he's lawyered up. They had a warrant issued for his arrest yesterday. He turned himself in this morning. Oh yeah, people are so stupid, man. Like I don't know what 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 city what uh, where does he live what uh, what state Rhode Island Yeah, see they're a little bit weird. That back east up north people are a little bit weird. You know, like if he's down in Texas or something, he'd be getting a medal for blowing them away. Right. But yeah. In Rhode Island, you get robbed and then you beat the guy up and you receive a broken nose at the same time. You yeah, get, get arrested. arrested. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that how anybody can help the situation other than I hope that people come to their senses and uh, obviously drop the charges against him. Yeah, let's, let's get a support Vinny Paz thing going. Yeah, we're gonna do that. So, 2018. Yeah, right, I'll, make, I'll make a video tomorrow. Perfect. Uh, 2018's here. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's time. It's grizzly season. <laughs> it's grizzly season. It's time to invade multiple towns and maybe new countries. Yeah, that's the word on the street. You know what? We got an opening here. It sounds like the KO show is going to be a little bit later in the year. So, like, we're we're currently, which will probably kill me if I say this online on air. But like, you know, we're looking for a fight right now for early January, February. You know, early March even. You know, I want to get down, man, and, like, I want to figure it out with somebody. Saskatchewan, Calgary, Toronto, you know, like, we're going to see what's what and figure it out. Anybody, anytime. That's the, that's the, that's what's going to happen now, I'm guessing. Hell yeah. Um, Chris Norad, Frank Rill. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's do those fights. 100%. Yeah, Frank Norad, he's... Or part of Frank Norad. Now I mix up their names. Uh, Chris Norad, he ain't gonna fight. There's no way. He's got a 14-0 record. He's blown up Chris away. Don't knock him out. But I would love that fight. We call up L Jack. You know, maybe L Jack's doing some promotions. Uh, Brandon Brewer. I do like L Jack. He's cool. Yeah, he's not. He's good from Bell. What is he? 24 now. Yeah, he's in uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah. That'd be an interesting trip, actually. Fair times, guy. Yeah. I have been getting a lot of messages from uh, some people in Ontario that would like to see you on. versus uh, Frank Rill. Frankie Rill, eh? yeah. he's a short little guy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind scrapping him. I'd have to do a real camp for him. He's um, number number three. Yeah, I know. he's got good experience. I'd love to fight him. I don't really care. Like, whatever. They yeah. want to get down, they can. You know, maybe we'll bring him out to the show in Edmonton. That would be the perfect I place to do it. He's one of these guys, you know, he's got lots of experience, and I think that's going to save him. But, like, what they don't understand is, like, when I start cracking guys, like, it just changes your tune immediately, right? They all think that they can, like, oh, they'll just move. 
they'll figure something out. But it's like, here's the thing, man, I'm going to be a different fighter every time. But, like, the one thing that's going to be the same is I'm going to punch you hard. And I will hit you. I can knock you down with a jab, and that's that. It's a different level of power. Yeah, my power is the infinite. <laughs> you get your power from Russia. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, we get our power is from Russia, the Slavs. And, uh, Marco, aren't you a Slavic? Yeah, Marco, Marco's a Slav. Is he? Yeah, that's probably where the awkwardness comes in. It's uh, the language barrier, I think. Yeah, like, I, I've heard him talk. customs over there. Yeah, I've heard him talk. I can't understand a word that's coming out of his mouth. Yeah, like, I was like, hey, do you want to split gas? And he brought me a wolf pelt. I was like, what? <laughs> where did he get a wolf like, pelt from? Yeah. I don't know. You got it from a Slavic country, right? He's from Russia. Or he's from uh, Montenegro, Serbia. One of those places, you know. Oh. And that's customary in that culture is to bring you a wolf pelt on your journey. So I need to know what Marco is actually doing in the vehicle. Like, is he just going down there for moral support or is he actually awkwardly boxing? Well, right now he's wearing the wolf pelt. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's eating some sort of like weird soup. I don't really know how to explain it other than that. I don't know. He's eating soup. Yeah, she's some sort of like, you know, it's, it's like uh, a traditional soup. Well, they do. Now, does Marco actually train? <laughs> Marco does actually train. I'll tell you, Marco does actually come to drive to train. Trains very hard. It's impressive. She's a southpaw. He's going to be going to be hitting the local amateur circuit here, uh, uh, 2018, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun to watch him. I can't wait to see this. Oh, yeah. The most awkward boxing match of all time. Oh, yeah. Brian it, Caldwell. It will be. Yeah. Well, Caldwell has the record for the most awkward boxing match of all time. Yes. So I had lunch with him today, actually. Oh, Caldwell? Yeah. Uh-oh. What's he doing in his girlfriend, Harry Potter? Yeah. Well, one thing is established. They don't know how to shoot guns. That's for sure. That was made <laughs> Yeah, the world knows they don't know how to do that now. Yeah. So what What did you and Caldwell, where did you guys go for lunch? Uh, we went to Fresh Coast. We had a little uh, little wrap there. I had a little bowl. Yeah. No, we, we talked about some things. We talked a lot about boxing. And uh, we talked about life. Very, very serious stuff. No, not really. We just kind of talked about boxing. And, uh, you know, he gets the plans. He's going back to the Olympic training. He is a Simon King spy, but he's actually our spy. I didn't realize that. He's been trying to get information on Simon. And uh, he's been watching him spar. And, yeah, he's, he's fully infiltrated the Francophone connection. Perfect. So, you know, yeah, he's all right. We'll let him stick around a little bit. But knowing that, I have just blown his cover. So if something happens to him, I can't take responsibility for that, though. That's his fault. Oh, yeah. But Caldwell's you're completely on his own out there in Montreal. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, well, you know, I told him to link up with Dario's, but he doesn't. He won't. Dario's doesn't want to hang out with him. We should get Dario's on the phone. We should get Dario on the phone. That'd be good. Yeah, he's an impressive guy. He's uh, 15-0, I think, 16-0. And, like, one of my demands when I fight Simon is to have an English-speaking alliance. So I'm going to demand that Dario's be on the show. Perfect. Yeah, so that'll be good. 
So I think what we should do is actually pack up Marco and send him out there as Brian Caldwell's backup. We're going to send Marcos out there. I don't know. I, I don't want to do that to Marcos. You know, he pays for half the gas and we'll sell That's true. Like, we could obviously get the money in advance from him for half the gas. Yeah. But uh, exactly. it would be the most awkward duo of people of all time. Yeah, it, it could be. It would definitely be... Uh, well, we'll see if Marco finishes the social awkwardness book by then. Maybe you can lend it to Brian and make him like, strategize and make it less awkward. Yeah. Wow. With 2018 here, did you make any New Year's resolutions this year? Yeah, to beat Simon Keane's ass. <laughs> That's my only resolution. That's all I care about. And everyone's like, well, why don't you focus on your next fight? So I was like, I am, because they're in my way, and they're pissing me off on my way to Simon Keene. Because, like, you know, it's just got to the point. It's like, shut up, man. Like, let's do it in the street, like, wherever. I don't care. So let's get the let's get the absolute truth on this Simon Keene situation. Simon Keene has said that there's been contracts sent to you. Have you received a contract? I've never received a contract. They sent one, I think, with about three or four weeks' notice. And that was right around the time um, we were just uh, discussing Jelena's fight. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, I'm under contract obligations. I want to be on Jelena's 50th fight undercard. That's something I said I would do. I said I would do it over a year ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, they think I'm just going to drop everything to go out there. Like, there's a the thing. Like, Simon's a draw in Quebec, and he's the man in Quebec. But nobody cares about him anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you guys think the world's not for them, or they're gonna throw me a couple bucks, and they think I care. You know what, man? I'm gonna beat up. Who I'm gonna beat up. I'm gonna do it the way that I want to do. And I'll get to Simon later. Simon is another guy that I gotta punch out on my way to like fight the rest of these pounds. You know what I mean? Like he he thinks he's something special. He ain't. Trust me. I'm gonna cut him down real quick. Well, he doesn't like to get hit. We know that. Oh yeah, you got no chance, for sure. He got dropped by a 65-year-old gym teacher that had to drink four liters of water to make the heavyweight weight class. Exactly. So, if you hit him, it's it's good night. We'll never see him again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, think, yeah, I think once he hit, he gets hit by a jacket, he's never fought anybody his size. Right? And so, like, I fought guys my size. Like, everybody forgets, like... Yeah, my last three fights were against guys who looked out of shape, but they weren't. They were tough guys from Mexico with good records. Yeah. And my five fights before that were not that fun. You know what I mean? Like, I fought big, strong, tough guys who outweighed me in the same height as me, better boxing records than me, undefeated, amateur careers, you name it. Like, I was the underdog for pretty much every one of my fights. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I, I've already accomplished that. You know, so my next fight, we need to fight somebody like pretty tough. People are like, you know, they want to see me actually go a round or two and take some hits, and you know, see where I'm at. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's trust me, man. I want to fight everybody. Believe it. Well, we both know that you wanna you want to get at everybody else, but everybody on the interwebs likes to say the opposite. So yeah, hundred percent. It, it just it is what it is at the end of the day you gotta take the name that's on the paper you don't pick your fights no I definitely don't that's up to my coach and promoter and, you know I just train for him the way I always train with a lot of intensity and you know Rich 
the stage. Like, you don't let me get away with nothing, man. Like, even my stupid workout is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, Rich seems like he would take a little bit of pleasure in that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't sure his angle. I think you like to see how, like, what I'll do. Like, he told me to go jump in the ocean on Canada Day, and so I went and did it. Yeah. And I was like, you don't do it? But like, no, man, it's cold. I was like, oh. I did see the video. It looked not very comfortable. Yeah, no, I was playing. I was like, I'll jump in and I'll get up and say something funny. And I literally just like went into shock. I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I couldn't even talk, man. It's just cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get you out of here today. I got to take the boogie child to a hockey game. Oh, I missed the boogie child. She sent me a nice little snap the other day. Did she? What'd she send you? Uh, she had the princess filter on and it just said, uh, oh yeah that's a good one I like that uh, well as long as we're getting them um, this is the first show back 2018 so you might as well list off your sponsors well you know that's kind of up in the air right now but you know we always go with game ready fitness uh, we go with angry health food bar house of games reflex rival boxing Rival boxing, yeah, they're dope. <laughs> and uh, uh, the private sponsors, you know, they, they don't listen to the radio or watch TV or anything, but they're, they're private. And they do good. Hey, so, you know, much appreciated. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Sexy Alexi Argyro, just because. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like him. Great guy. Great smile, too. <laughs> and that's 10 minutes with the Boogeyman. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hey. 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 Yeah. Hey. Real deal with these checks. Yeah. I'm just flexing on my ass. Shotty wanna know what's next. She know she messing with the best. Yeah. I pull up on the haters. Man, you got me unimpressed. Ah. Try to hit me with the pressure. Nah. I ain't never getting stressed. No. Real deal with these checks. Yeah. I'm just flexing on my ass. Hey guys, we're on the road with the real deal. The real deal. So we we tried to hook up a couple times today, didn't happen. You did. Well, we made it happen. We, we made it happen. You had to get your tent fixed in your new car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. This whole every the new year, bro. New year, you got new shit to do all the time. It's always the case, though. There's always something new to do. Always, always. How was New Year's? New Year's was good. Um, you know, uh, it was. Uh, it's my son's birthday on December thirty first, so it's always uh, it's always a family party. So we just had a little get together at my little sister's house and um, wished uh, my son RJ seven seven year birthday, and uh, we brought in the New Year's all together. Wow, he's seven already. Just turned seven. It's almost like he's seventeen. <laughs> My daughter's. She's seven. She's going on eight here pretty quick, but they, they grow up pretty fast. Yeah, well, mine's nine, going on nineteen. That's true. <laughs> Bella's Bella's getting up there now. Jeez, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You know what? It's before when we never had kids. Yeah, you never really knew how time went by so fast and then when you have kids you're like 
Holy shit, weren't you guys just born yesterday? Like, now you're seven and now you're nine. Right? Like, it's crazy. I remember crazy. I remember Bella when she was just a little baby. Yeah, in Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, now she's nine years old, grade four, smart, thinks she's a diva. <laughs> or she is a diva. Or are you a diva, Bella? Yeah, diva, Diva Bella. <laughs> One sec, Tyler. All right, yep. baby. Love you. Love you. Call Daddy. Hey. Oh. Play date with her friend. Oh, nice. Bye. Oh, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one gone. Now I got this little guy still with me. And what's he going to do? Uh, he's just hanging with Dad for right now until soccer practice tonight. Oh, nice. He likes the yeah, soccer, soccer, right? Yeah, he loves soccer. It must be the Italian blood in him. I seen his his coach on Instagram giving it to him the other day. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually one of my uh, good buddies. Um, he's actually a coach for a soccer team. But every uh, every other day we go down and we just do uh, drills and stuff. He makes them do the drills because I don't know what you can do for drills for soccer. I know I can get your conditioning and stuff up there, but uh, when it comes to the drills and stuff, we got to talk to a guy who knows soccer. Now here's a question for you then. Your son's into soccer. Do you actually pay attention to soccer? You know what? I never did until he's been very interested in it because – He's my future, right? He's the future. Him and my daughter are my future, so I got to make sure that I'm up to date on everything they want to do. You know, he wants to do boxing. If he wants to do that, I got that end covered, but now he's doing soccer, so, and he's really good. He plays under nine since he was six years old. All the kids are two, three years older than him, and um, so I got to make sure that I know the game, too, so I know what I'm watching for when I'm out there, so I know what I can give him crap for. <laughs> So, do you understand it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand soccer. I played soccer when I was young, too, for like six years. Uh, I just never, you know, not into my late teens, right? So, um, you know, I've always I've always watched soccer. I watch it and stuff, but not as much as I do now because he's playing. Yes, I have no idea what they're doing out there. I just see them running around. Yeah. It's crazy because uh, people don't understand the cardio that those guys need. Like in one game, uh, I was uh, I was watching this guy. Um, he's a pro soccer player. I forget who I was watching, but he said that in 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 one game, they will run over ten k. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty crazy, right? But it's not, obviously it's not a hard run, but still, you know, it's ten k in a game, right? So that's a lot of distance to cover. Well, they're sprinting, too, at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always on and off, on and off, on and off, right? Hey, I guess if you want to get in shape, go play soccer. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You can get in shape playing soccer, that's for sure, because, you know, they, the thing is with them is they got to have the cardio, right? Yeah. You can't play soccer and not have no cardio unless you're the goalie because you're not really going anywhere. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a couple questions I wanted to ask you about today. And the, the first one is um, steroids and boxing. Yeah. Like, do you, how many people in, in professional boxing do you think are actually on, on some sort of performance-enhancing supplement? Oh, bro. 
You know, and it's so hard to tell, but it's like when you get to that upper echelon, it's almost like everybody is on something. You know, it just depends who you are, how much money you got backing you, if you're getting busted or not, right? Um, it's crazy because, uh, you know, you look at it and you look at the sport we're playing. We're not playing because we ain't playing our sports, but... um. You know, it's, it takes a lot of recovery in and out of training camps, you know, in training camps and stuff like that. So, man, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a high percentage of, of athletes using for sure. So, like, okay, so there's a lot of guys that they'll use, like, testosterone replacement therapy because they don't produce it anymore. Like, do you think that that should be allowed? Well, if you ain't producing it, then... Yeah, yeah, I know, you know, it's just, if they're going to let those guys use it, they got to let other people use it, right? Yeah, there's a hard case that those guys should retire. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you feel that you can't uh, compete or keep up because your body physically can't take it and you need an enhancement to, to, to keep it going, then, yeah, you know, it's your choice, you know, to use it, maybe get busted, or maybe not. Well, I know you, then you, you would fight them anyway. Well, I'll fight anybody. Show me the money. I'll fight anybody. <laughs> steroids or not. Steroids, the thing is, people don't understand is, steroids does nothing for your chin. No, I, I would also look at it as a mental <laughs> weakness, too. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can, you know, and then again, you got to look at it, too, as like, you know, it's just having that extra edge, right? Like, um... You see a lot of the top athletes who have been busted for them. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, you know, you, you can't... Man, it's such a hard subject, you know, because you see a lot of these top athletes who are getting busted for them, but it's like, why are they doing it? You know, like, it's... It's, uh... Yeah, shit, man. Steroids is in every sport, bottom line. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the guys that actually do do it, do it because they think other people are doing it. Like, oh, that's for sure, too. They do it because they feel that they need to be on the edge that everybody else is on. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Just to keep, like, an even playing field. That, like, there, there's obvious advantages to doing to doing it, and there's obvious, obvious uh, like, disadvantages, too, at the same time. Oh, big time. Yeah, there's, there's, pro, there's pros and cons to everything that you do in life. Steroids or not? Yeah. I I would like to see the like boxing bring in the, the, a company like USADA. Where you would like to? Pardon me. I would like to see like like professional boxing bring in a company like USADA, like the UFC did. Yeah, well, they do VADA testing. Oh, they 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 do they do do it. Hmm. They do do it like on big. Championship fights, they do have uh, they do have that um, in place. Oh, that's good then. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they they have they have. I got piss tested my last fight in Russia. Oh wow. Uh, it wasn't by USADA or VADA. It was by the Russian Boxing Federation. So you never know what the hell is going to happen. My guy's probably my guy could have probably been on shit, and if he got busted, they probably planned it on me. <laughs> <laughs> They could have, that's for sure. But, but you never know, right? I didn't win, so I don't think they would really care. 
No. Well, hey, it it is what it is. At the end of the day, I just I wanted to get your thoughts on it and see and see what you thought about the whole situation because there is a lot of guys out there that are using. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and it's at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, we are all fighters. We know what we're getting ourselves into, and we know that there are guys that are, are going to be using, guys that are not going to be using. So at the end of the day, you do it at your own risk, right? Correct. I agree with that. My, my next subject I want to talk to you was uh, we got a five-time world champion, Vinny Paz, who's been uh, he's been robbed, had his house smashed up, and he's been charged with a felony assault. Which yeah, I never I, I I saw a couple things on the internet about it. I never really did too much digging into it because you know doesn't have anything really to do with what's going on in my life, but yeah. um, I don't understand how your house gets smashed up, you get assaulted and whatever, and you're the one being charged. Good old America! <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Donald so, Trump, you. Yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> Do you have any news coming up here in the near future that you can talk about? Um, No, we're just... we're. Just waiting on a couple things. Um, uh, we got. Uh, I'm hoping to find something for the end of February, early March. Uh, we might have something. Uh, I'm like something's supposed to be uh, in April in Germany. Yep. We're waiting to see back for February, and then we also might have something March 30th in Australia. So if if the March 30th thing happens. Then I won't fight in February, and I probably and I won't fight in April, obviously. But we're going to see. You know, it all comes down to the the deal if it's the real deal or if it's not. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm trying to fight at least four times. You know, depends how big the fights are. Uh, you know, I'd like to try to fight at least four, five times this year. But the thing is, this year is I want to capitalize on, you know, not just really taking not taking short notice fights. Um, you know, no more cruiserweight fights, stuff like that. I believe that and now I'm at that level now where, you know, at at that point I was just trying to get my record up and, you know, get some money and whatnot. But, you know, after this last fight, it really showed me, you know, where I am in this sport. And, um, you know, I believe that I got to stick to, you know, fighting the right fights and the proper fights for me. That makes sense. I like that 168-pound division for you, though. I like that division. Yeah, I do, too. You know, I, 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 168, it was no problem making. It's just next time I just I can't take a fight against a world champion on three weeks' notice. I got to, uh, you know, I need, I need, I just need a proper training camp, you know. And it's like I'm not saying giving excuses for anything because I fight. I, I'm a fighter. I do what I do. This is what I do. But, uh now it's time to, you know, really focus. Like, you know, if we do have a tough fight on, there's no bullshit three weeks going to Montreal. It's got to be six weeks or more, um, you know. So uh, that's one thing that I'm bringing into this new year is that there's no um, no messing around just, you know, just to fight, you know, because I'm not at that, that stage anymore where I just need to fight. Uh, a little more strategic approach. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Not just, I'm right for it, and uh, I'm gonna fight anybody in in wherever, whenever you show up. I'll show up. 
put the gloves on. No more of that. <laughs> well, where you're sitting now, like they're they're not guys that you can take out really in a round or 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 kind of break them. You know what I mean? Like you're you're into these long fights. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And like my next fight too is like you know I don't want to get in there and just fight a bum, right? I want to fight a guy with a decent record, you know, a decent ranking because uh, you know it's. Yeah, I need to get back. Yes, I need to get back into that win column, but I don't want just a win over a nobody. I'd like to see a, a big fight for the next one anyway, just to get right back in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get in there against another, maybe a guy that's got an international title or had an international title or, or a silver belt or whatever those things are that the WBC has. Yeah, something, you know, like, I don't know if I'll be able to get a title shot right away after a loss. Who knows? You never know what can happen. But, um, you know, I, I feel that I just want to get back in there um, end of February, early March, and, uh, you know, and just get back into the winning the winning column and then, and then you know, and then take it from there. But, um, man, I'm just – I've watched my fight over a few thousand times probably already. <laughs> And it's just, man, it's just these little things that I had to work on and just, we're not far from being a world champion, that's for sure. 100%. Here's a question for you, though. What happens with the UBO title now? Is that thing, do you just, what do you do with it? Uh, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, it happens with it. I got two belts at home, they're mine, they're staying in my house, and if somebody comes around and offers me a fight for the UBO title, wherever it may be or whatever, then it is what it is. But other than that, um, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, it's an alphabet belt, right? Is it like an Asian thing? Is that, is that belt just, bro, it's just, it's, it's just a boxing thing, bro. It's a alphabet belt, you know, like, you know, yes, I, um, I have the UBO, but, Really, when you look at it compared to the last fight that I was fighting, you know, for the WBA International, you know, it's nowhere even close to being on that level of belt, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a belt. It's one of it those. Came with some good money. Yeah. And, you know, on to the next one. It's one of those <laughs> ones where you win it and then you hang it on the wall and forget about it. Yeah, unless somebody wants to fight for it and pay whoever the sanctioning fees that it costs and whatever all that, then hey, I'll put my belt up on the line 100%. But until uh, that day comes, I'm just looking to fight. So at this point now, what's the chances of you chasing down Tim Cronin and beating him up for the Canadian title? There ain't no chance because I ain't going to fight for peanuts. Tim Cronin's going to ask for too much money that he's never, ever made before. And... Um, to me, really, that Canadian belt means shit. Yeah, that, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that now. <laughs> you know, like, at the end of the day, like, look at the guy that he beat for the belt, right? It's like, you know. So you're you're chasing the, 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 the world titles, the international yeah. titles, the inter intercontinental yeah. titles. Yeah, and, and I'm chasing that money. <laughs> uh, the only the only reason I bring up the Canadian title is, is it would be nice to see, like the the belts that we do have in Canada go to guys that 
that I, I in my mind would deserve them. Oh yeah, at the end of the day, Tim Cronin can believe all he wants that he's a Canadian champion, but until he fights me, he's not. You know, and that's with anybody here in Canada. If you have a Canadian title at super middleweight or or uh, light heavyweight, well, until you fight me, you ain't the champ. I agree with that. It's like, it's like them giving interim belts. What is an interim belt? You know? They do that in boxing? No. Oh, I was going to say, geez. <laughs> Only in the UFC. Only in the UFC. <laughs> All right, my man. I'm going to get you out of here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. But uh, tell me your sponsors one more time before you get out of here. All right, just want to thank all my sponsors, Da Vinci Talent Agency. I want to say, hold on, I got to pull up this thing because I got a list of these guys and I can't be missing out on them. <laughs> uh, there we go, one second. Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, all right, I want to thank my boys, Royal Empire Jewelry. I want to thank Title Boxing. I want to thank Instacoin. The Backyard Basket, uh, Da Vinci Talent Agency, um, Real Deal Athletics, and, you know, everybody else who's out there supporting me, thank you very much. And if you ain't, thank you very much, too. Oh, there was one thing I forgot to ask you. Yeah. It's just a name, and you don't have to say anything if you don't want to, or you can give a one-word answer. Yeah. John Charbonneau. Who? <laughs> We're out of here. This is Jelena Marjanovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Uh, we've had the boogeyman on with a new intro today. That's a pretty good intro. I like it. The other one's good, though, too. Mm-hmm. I was wondering this morning when I saw your boogeyman shake if that was going to be a new a new song, and, and lo and behold, it is. You got you to gotta put music to the shakes now. Yeah. Ryan Ford just, did call us out today. He said we stole his, his purple drink. I was like, well, it's not it's not the same though. His purple drink. Yeah, he's so got a he's got a smoothie runs. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he calls it the purple drink. He puts uh, chocolate protein, banana, uh, peanut butter, something else. I can't remember, but it's not. It, they're not close. Yeah, our I was drink. gonna say, but does, so does he use? He uses peanut butter for his fat instead of avocado. Yeah, still puts blueberries in. Yeah, it's fairly close, but not. Black, by the way, by the way, your your little trick of the uh, put your frozen stuff in, add the water, mix it up. Oh man, works way better. It's like, yeah, I just throw that shit in right away. Put a little bit of water in. Take my time putting the rest of the ingredients in. Have my vitamins with a glass of water. Even when I'm not getting the kids ready, just on a regular morning, just <laughs> that that two minutes with soaking in water just blends it up so much better. It's back to being creamy instead of chunky. I like it. I know what I'm doing. 
Idiot. Didn't hear you. Oh, I said, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I like to take advice from you because you're smarter than me. <laughs> I'm better looking and you're smarter. <laughs> you keep telling yourself lies. You'll, you'll get there one day. What is that? Fake it till you make it? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. So right off what the did, hop. Um, oh, what did uh, I should see what he put on there? Something similar to that. The um, Kevin Ross said he's always got the stories floating around on his uh, um, on his Instagram, and he had some he had something popping up there um, today on his on his story quick. And I was thinking, oh yeah, that's a good one. But I can't even remember what it was, but it was something. It was something like that actually. A lot of people oh, no, do that. Like fake that. it. Never mind. Fake it till you make it. Nah, it said fear is often disguised as practicality. I was like, ooh, I like that. Mm. Most people say that, right? They don't want to do something. They're like, well, practically speaking, you know, I don't think I should go off and do this adventure. It's like, you're you're afraid. Yeah. Hashtag Luke Spicer. I'm not afraid of nothing. You're afraid of herpes. Yeah, well, I don't want an STD. That's weird. <laughs> That's, that's a good thing to be afraid of. That is practicality and fear that makes sense. So, All right. So right off the hop today on the show, we got to deal with a situation. Uh, Vinny Paz is in some hot water out there in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody, a guy that he was helping, broke into his house and uh, ransacked his house, broke windows, and stole $16,000 worth of cash. Um, Did he not also get in an altercation with him? Does Vinny? I saw a picture of Vinny's face look like got beat up. Is that something different that they've shared? Because you don't know if it's news or if it's, it's like like did he get? Did they get in an altercation too? Yeah, so they did. They got into a fight. Um, Vinny got his nose broke, and uh, the other guy ended up going to the hospital. Which makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. But now Vinny is being charged with a felony assault. In his own house. Uh, I don't know the details on where the altercation happened, so I cannot, I cannot say exactly if it was in his house or if Vinny went looking for the guy. I don't know. Mm. But um, hey, you do that in Texas, you're good to go. Yeah. Well, if it's your own house. Well, let's be real. We got to find out who threw the first punch. That needs to be figured out first. We need to figure out where all Vinny's shit is. Second. So if the guy, if somebody breaks into my house and I know where they live, I'm going there. Yeah. It's not a question. I'm going to I'm gonna march my ass over there. I'm probably going to beat the fuck out of them and then drag them back it, to my house. We didn't talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and, you know, people say, oh, those guys, they don't know him that well. You know what? He, he was up in Canada. We spent We spent five or six days with him. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the show because it was kind of irrelevant, but the last night we were there, we went to the hotel to find Vinny and, uh, help him out. Vinny, Vinny had had quite a bit to drink. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he was, he was asked by security of the casino to leave and he wanted to get back in. He was pretty upset. And, uh, you know, uh, there was no altercation. There was no. I've seen a lot of drunk guys that have a lot less patience than than uh, than he showed. And so, to to see that he was sober and his house got ransacked. I mean, you know, short of short of not killing the guy, I I, I think the guy got off pretty lucky. Then if he got beat up and put in the hospital, I mean, he he he's got a pretty 
long fuse by the by from what from what we saw at, it, up up in Edmonton with the, with the way security was treating him and and, and bad mouthing him and stuff and yeah. making fun of the way he talks and everything else. Like the guy has an accent and he's a little slower. I'm assuming from getting hit so much for, from all of his, um, you know, uh, career. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he even said it, so I'm not making fun. He's like, I, so I talk a little funny, you know, I remember him saying that and I was thinking, yeah. yeah, I could see why the guy would think you're wasted right now, but you know, you just, you do have a little bit of an accent and stuff, but you know, he, he remained calm the whole time, and I thought that that was pretty good. So, uh, like you said, man, if somebody broke into your house, you knew where they lived, you'd go find them too. Well, like here's the thing. The Rhode Island, the, they got a, I can't remember what the fucking the journal is called there, but I guess the Providence or some shit. Mm-hmm. They've been throwing him under the bus for years. Yeah. He, he can't do nothing right. Uh, let, let's be real. What the fuck else does Rhode Island have going for it? No. Nothing. Well, well, Providence, Rhode Island is a city. That's where he lives, right? Yeah. But <laughs> what else has that place got going for it? Probably nothing. We, we Realistically, he's he's a five-time world champion. Yeah. He's a fucking legend. He came back from a, a neck injury. You would think that the press in that town might jump behind him and, 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 and wait for some facts to come out first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, and, and embrace the local uh, the local guy. Um, at the same at the same time, uh, oh, now Chris Bondi's phoning me. I'm trying to Google Providence, Rhode Island, to see what they're known for. Providence, Road. <laughs> they're known for the fucking Paz man, but <clears throat> nobody's looking at the guy that that's pressing charges on him, who also has felonies on his record for assault. Yeah, on a woman. You cut out the sound. One one second. He's got assault on a like a, a, on a woman. Oh, he's a real nice guy. The yeah. guy that he beat. He should have. Vinny should have put him in the hospital for a longer hospital stay. Then right. So like, he's also got theft charges. So this isn't the first his first fucking rodeo here. He got beat up this time, and he's all upset about it. That's all it is. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Providence, Rhode Island, is one of the oldest cities in the United States. I don't give a fuck. I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Can't see anything. It's like it's like lots of times if you type in a uh, um, a city, it'll tell you like, you know what it's what it's uh, really known for. Yeah, boring shit. Textile. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Nothing. They got to figure this out down there. Yeah. So is he in jail or is he like like not locked up? Then he's no. just out, um, out on bail or. So they they issued an arrest warrant for him. And uh, he he called them up and said he turned himself in in the morning, so they left him alone. I, I'm guessing he went the next day and, and turned himself in. I have no idea, but uh, I I would guess that he if there was he went in there on good faith, they'd let him go, or at least on bail. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully they get this shit figured out because it's dumb. Because there's a lot of people online that are jumping all over this guy, telling him he's a piece of shit and. Throw lock him up and throw away the key, or he's a washed up bum. And come on, man! Like the guy's out there. He's got his own wine company. He's got the tequila. He's helping kids that need to be helped. Like realistically, he was helping this guy try to get back on his feet, and then the fucking guy robbed him. 
right? Yeah, I. Sometimes you do good good deeds and they come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, well, this is obviously yeah. the, one of those situations. So hopefully, hopefully it gets figured the fuck out and he just go moves on with life. Yeah, or, or relocates to a town that likes him. Yeah, like fuck you, Rhode Island, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for except for our fans there that like us, we like you guys. We're not telling you guys to fuck off. Just just the rest of you assholes. Hey, if any of the fans of this show went on Facebook and made fun of Vinny Paz, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah, there you go, fucking bitches. But if you didn't, we like you still. Did you see that one of our fans from Calgary commented on our thing today? He asked about our. Uh, he said he loves the show, and um, wants to know what our pro backgrounds are. Did you see that? I did not see that. Oh, I left you to fill out your own record. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know it. I didn't even. Do we have? Where the fuck do these come to? Right to the podcast page. You posted right on the podcast page. I can't see. I it. got a notification this morning. I'm trying to find it now. Is it actually on the page? Yeah, it's on Facebook. But it's not posted on the page, though. I'm looking at it right now. Our last thing on the page. Oh, this is taking forever. Is uh, eight hours ago the Vinny Paz thing? Marcus. Sorry, Marcus. I know you said you listen to the show. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Sirski? The last thing C-Y-R-Z-K-I. on our Y R Z K I. The last thing Enjoy on our the page. podcast, but just wondering what your professional fighting credentials you both have. So the last thing on our page is the shared post of the show. And then the Vinny Paz thing that I posted today. Yeah, this was eight hours ago. You did that after the fact. Okay, but so. yesterday. I reposted the show, and that's the last post. So I don't know where the fuck this is. That'll be on visitor posts because they don't they don't show up on our main page. Just oh. see that stuff. Okay, well I'll go I'll go answer this fucking question. Do 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 do. Oh, you didn't put your amateur career. Hmm. You didn't put your amateur record. I didn't put my amateur record. No. We didn't ask for my amateur record. He asked, what's your professional record? Oh. Well, I would classify amateur kickboxing as pretty close to being pro anyway. <laughs> at, le- at least at least, the, at, least the, uh, at least the last 20 fights with no headgear or shin pads. It's no different. Yeah, like I've had a, a shit ton of kickboxing fights. I don't know whether they're classified as pro or amateur. Never wore headgear, never wore shin guards. No. Well, it doesn't matter to me. Either which yeah. way, uh, thanks for the question anyway, Marcus. I will answer you when I get off this because I'd rather talk on the show than type on my phone. No, yeah, I know. While I was just talking, <laughs> you could listen to us. You could tell I'm on here and that would be done. Well, Marcus, um, I have a kickboxing uh, record of 23-3 and and a Muay Thai record of 14-0. and I competed in one professional MMA fight where I got my nuts kneed into my fucking top of my head. And uh, I will be making a pro boxing debut here in March. So you can watch that. Yeah. And Luke has, what are you in, what was your quote unquote amateur record? It was like 35 and something? No, 20, 23, 4, 23, 5, and 2. 
23, 5, and 2. So there, there's enough combat. Well, I've been in combat sports now for, fuck, I don't even know how long. Probably two decades? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. We've been yeah, around for a while, Marcus. And, and the crazy thing was is four, four of those losses were my first four fights. I went I went <laughs> oh three I went oh oh three and one like I had a draw and then I lost my next my next fight so I had so my first five fights I was four losses and one draw and then I and then I went like essentially twenty three and oh right like I had one loss in the Philippines near the end there but that was uh, just a, a decision loss in the World Cup basically got screwed but it is what it is you still lost i left it to the judges that's what happens but it's that was the thing right so even though yeah it's like oh i got four losses like yeah those are my first four fights though so i don't i don't really uh i was still learning you know but uh yeah you know it's it's interesting i fought i i don't even know if i can really count the thailand fights because like i kind of fought guys that were blown up (laughs) they're big like they're kind of they're heavy like i'm a big guy to go over there and fight so like the guys that were coming in at 170 pounds were probably more like 150 yeah and they just finished drinking beer eating pizza and it was at yeah. a bar <laughs> oh there was one at a grocery store <laughs> i'd love, love to go there man that'd be so much fun like there, the grocery store was there right you walk in and you could get like fresh fruit or whatever the fuck and then you walk through a curtain in the back and there's a ring yeah yeah good time i still think the neatest thing is during the king's birthday right when they have all the celebrations there and they do that you know it's a week-long celebration anybody caught causing a ruckus in the in the like the the grounds or whatever where they have the celebration right if they're vandalizing or or or, you know causing problems or anything like that they (laughs) arrest them on site shove them into the boxing ring with with uh thai Thai pros and champions that are there, and uh, if they survive, I think it's five threes. Then they don't get charged with anything. But if they don't survive, then they then they get arrested and then they go to jail. So they essentially get the shit beat out of them by a professional fighter. And uh, if they survive the onslaught, they get to go away. But if not, then they then they charge them with whatever crime they've been been done. It's like they're saving grace because it's like they love they love their Thai boxing. Like that's awesome. I like it. Why wouldn't you like that? That's good. I, if I that did a crime good. over there, that's the first thing I'd ask for. Can you wait to charge me to the king's birthday, and then I'll go in and I'll fuck somebody up, and we'll just leave. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not the whole time. It's during the king's birthday, right? It's only during yeah. that they have rings set up, and then. But yeah, I don't know. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty intense. So they also did that show lately. Uh, it wasn't that long ago where they were because um, they were talking about the benefits of. Thai boxing and how it can uh, reform reform people and whatever else. So they're they're going into prisons and uh, they have fight for the freedom. So they have everybody from like all, all convicts, right? We're we're allowed to start training and and discovering Muay Thai essentially as a religion almost in jail, right? Like yeah. turning and transforming their lives. Then they get to fight for their freedom. Yeah, it's a whole documented show on. I think it was on Discovery Channel. I'm gonna download that now. What's it called? You don't know the name of it, huh? I'm sure it was called Fight for the Freedom. Like, well, I'll remember that anyway. I don't need to write it down. They got a cool holiday over there too. So I was scooting down the fucking road on my scooter, and people were throwing water at me. And you know me, I'm a fucking giant spaz. 
So I yeah. freaked the fuck out. I was like, why the fuck is all these people throwing water at me? Pulled my scooter over. I was like, what the fuck? And then some an English person, like English speaking person, came up and explained it to me. I can't remember the name of the holiday, but fuck, I was pissed. <laughs> so I, they throw water on people for a holiday? Literally, like I got a bucket of water in the face as I was driving a scooter down the fucking street. That was probably somebody throwing their dish pan out, and you just ran into it. No, I can't remember what it's called. I, I'd Google it right now, but I don't want to. Yeah, it's a it's a okay. legitimate thing they do it once a year or twice a year over there. They fucking throw water on everybody. So it's a giant water fight. Correct. You are spaz like giant water fight, and you're fucking getting mad at people. What's wrong with you? <sighs> you can't go to other countries, Tanner, and not understand the culture and learn what you're getting into. That's how you get in trouble. I was mad because I got hit in the face with a giant bucket of water as I was driving a fucking scooter. <laughs> That's yeah. why I was angry. That makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. It's dangerous. Their their driving over there is insane though. The way they all drive. You're you're legit taking your life in your hands. Like even getting on a scooter, you're you're get you're taking your life in your hands because they don't stop for shit. Yep. They don't Where look you get one of those little rickshaw things with a little bike and the guy fuck and he's that. riding and <laughs> you go. No, fuck that. Like nobody uses a signal light. They don't stop. They don't give a fuck. It's like driving in Red Deer. Pretty There's fucking no close. <laughs> so I told you the story about the when I went to go get my wife's Christmas present and uh, in, in Red Deer, and I ran into that fucking uh, concrete garbage can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is last year. Dick. Yeah. So pe- people don't drive well in Red Deer either. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They don't drive well Fucking terrible. Well, I don't know what we got coming up in fight news. I know that uh, the UFC has asked um, Chris Cyborg to go over to Perth, Australia and fight. Ooh. And she's going to fight the Invicta champion. Ooh, that'd be fun. For Invicta or for UFC? For the UFC. Because the UFC has their hands in Invicta too, right? Like Invicta's on Fight Pass and all that that stuff. I can't remember this fucking girl's name and it's going to drive me nuts. Her name is Megan. Megan Anderson. I was gonna say it's with an A. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, they had a they had quite the quite the scrap from highlights. I saw her and Holly Holm. It was a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I thought Holly won the first two rounds, and then I thought Cyborg took over. Yeah. Right. Holly's a tough bitch, she, man. Oh, you see her yeah, face? Yeah. She cracked her with some big bombs. She just man. kept coming. That was cool. That's probably the biggest challenge that Cyborg's face in a long time. Uh, that's the most competitive fight I think she's ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, how how many people can take an overhand right from Chris Cyborg? No, I wonder. Many. I wonder, like, being in Cyborg's head because she's knocked everybody dead. Like, I wonder how discouraging it was for her. Like, she's just hitting Holly with all the bombs. They showed her beforehand driving around with the t- her team and stuff, and they're talking to her. And um, uh, uh, what California kid? What's his name? I can't think of it. All of a sudden, Uriah Faber. Yeah, there you go. Uriah was in there. He's like, "So what are you gonna do when you hit her?" And she doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't fall down. That he said that, and she's like, "I'll just, you know, I know it's gonna be a 
war of nutrition this fight. I don't actually expect to knock her out. Like, you know, and she was talking about that beforehand and just saying that she's going to, if she, if she doesn't knock her out, she's prepared to go all five rounds and to go and to, you know, grind it out and just keep the pace up and keep going. So kind of neat that they already knew that, that it was going to be tough for her to actually finish her. It's like, wow, that gives a lot of uh, credit to Holly Holm again. Just, you know, I mean, she's a world boxing champion too before, right? I mean, yeah. chicks used to get hit in the head, so. Well, like, I don't know who the fuck you get to fight Cyborg. Like, well, there's a lot of shit going on with that fight too. Like people, people from Holly's camp and their their journalist that they have there was calling her a man, and like calling Cyborg a man and making some some off color comments. Um, I figured that after Chris Cyborg threatened like Joe Rogan <laughs> and Dana White. That maybe the man talk would stop, but apparently, like, I don't know, man. You guys got to stop with the. She's obviously not the most feminine person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? Well, she's she's yeah. a legitimate woman, and you got to respect her. She's the baddest woman on the planet, hands down. So hopefully, hopefully now that she's she's banged off like a a top tier 145er. That she'll she'll get a little bit of respect. I'm excited for the Megan Anderson fight because Megan Anderson's pretty. She's good looking too. So <laughs> you, can't, I, you can't say on one hand you got to lay it off and then you throw that in there. Like what what relevance does that have with anything? Listen, Cyborg's pretty in her own right, I guess. Maybe I lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's obviously a nice person. Um, I've watched a lot of stuff on Cyborg, especially with her weight cutting. Uh, she really, she really tries hard. Mm-hmm. Like she's, yeah. she's in it 100%. She tries really hard. Um, she almost died, which was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she definitely, she's, uh, she's, she's all, she's all in, yeah. right? Like when she does it where there's a lot of ones that they just kind of, they're, they're in it. It, it does, She's one of those people that's always ready to go. Yes. Right, doesn't really take time off, doesn't disappear for months on end, and oh, now I got to fight, I'm back. It's like she's always in the gym, she's always putting in her, her time doing that stuff. So that's that's cool to see. Um, I enjoy watching uh, like female female fights, you know. Yeah. When they're good, yeah, like they're they're awesome, you know. Um, and uh, so be be interesting to see. I did see that uh, the UFC named. The Edmonton crowd for two fourteen or fifteen, whenever it was up in Edmonton, as the best crowd of the year. So what? I don't know if it was a joke. Yeah, I just saw it quick, and then I, it was it was late at night or early. I can't remember. I, I was like half asleep, so maybe, maybe I read it wrong because I heard her. The crowd was terrible. Like they were booing. Yeah, like, throughout the whole and then show, chanting, and then chanting Oilers or something. Right? Yeah. Weren't they doing? Yeah. But our like our Arjun Buhler like like fought on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's what they had his picture, and they said, "Oh yeah, it was so great to be fighting, you know, there and whatever." And I was thinking, well, like maybe they cheered for him, and that was it. Now talking about Arjun. Now, did I hear correctly that he wanted to compete in a turban, or did he want to wear it on his walkout? No, he wanted to wear it at the press conference, and they told him oh. it wasn't allowed because it wasn't Reebok official and all this bullshit, which is which is bullshit. Yeah. So apparently Reebok is making him a uh, a, a, a Reebok 
turban. Good for you, Reebok. Way to way to step up and make a turban. Uh, I thought like somebody told me he wanted to compete in a tournament. I'm like, well, that's not even fucking possible. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe who knows? Now here, I want I need to bring up some stuff about uh, Sushi Dave. Now, Sushi Dave, I feel he has a crush on you. <laughs> He's always commenting, "Oh, Luke, looking good." I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is going to go somewhere where we don't want to go. No, definitely don't want that. That's for sure. So, like, do you guys talk, like, text? No. Struck out with Jelena, so he's trying to go for a dude's now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a cunt. Um. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I haven't talked to him for. I left him that message. He said he'd phone me back, and he, you know, holidays, whatever. I've never heard back from him, so I'm not sure. He's always commenting um, on pictures. I did see of that him. comment though, the the, the good looking, good looking guy or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, thanks. Uh, um, one of our other friends uh, that we know from Edmonton, really big guy. He, yeah. uh, we were talking the other day, and he had he had posted something, and uh, uh, about another boxer from Edmonton oh. and uh and I said see this is why Sushi Dave bugs you and he he texts me back he's like fuck that motherfucker <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny so Dave you gotta call you gotta call me man no call Tanner you better call Luke get a date get something you just can't be telling him he's good looking all the time without putting yourself out there like you don't you're Fish. not you- <laughs> Stop stringing me along. <laughs> Take him out for sushi. Call that fucking sushi place. Get a reservation, and uh, and take Luke out for dinner. <laughs> Incidentally, I did call that sushi place. They don't even fucking do re- reservations. <laughs> and I recorded uh, it, Dave. So <laughs> I'll be up in Edmonton next week again. I think is the plan. Ooh, date night. Yeah. Huh? Date night. You're going to have date night with Dave. No, no, no. I'm going to go up there and punch some stuff, I think. Maybe taking a a cardio boxing class at Champs Boxing. Maybe you should go over to Avenue and go a few rounds with uh, Tower of Power. Maybe that, too. Or Mike McWilliams. He's been putting out lots of Avenue boxing posts lately, but I'm not sure what's going on if he's coming back. and uh, Been posting a lot about Avenue boxing lately. He trains people there. Yeah, no. You're so fucked. You're fucked. Correct. Can't spar with Tower of Power, Brad. You kidding me? Look how big that guy is. I wouldn't even be able to get in. I'd have to get in and try to like punch his leg or something like that. Listen, he's massive. He's slow as fuck. Yeah, he's pretty. Stay inside. Yeah. Put your head. Elbows. Put his. Put your head on his stomach and just rip body shots. It's easier said than done. Right? Uh-huh. He's, he's a big dude. He's going to be strong. As I would go rounds with Brad. Why not? It's the worst that's going to happen. Nothing. He's going to punch you. Exactly. Yeah. And he's super nice. So it's not like, like he's not the kind of guy that's going to go in the ring and try to take your head off. Like he'll do technical sparring with you. He's not fucking, <clears throat> he's not an asshole. No, no, he's not. No, we no. like Brad. Dave, we don't like you. Well, that's yeah. Maybe I'm worried about that part. 
It's hard to go in, man. I want to get some boxing sparring in, though, because I haven't done enough of it lately. But at the same time, it's like, what does it do for me? Nothing. Like, as far as where I'm really at, you know? Um, you I got to stand differently. I got to actually move my head and stuff. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to put those weird things on your feet called shoes. Yeah, usually boots, but yeah. 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 I know. It's just, it's just totally weird. <laughs> my, uh, my trainer, Pat, he... Uh, He's, he's made a New Year's resolution. He's going to work out every day this year because last year he didn't do a lot, right? He didn't get a lot of workouts in. So he's been – every day I've came into the gym, he's been finishing up his own workout. He's blocked out his own time. He's been crushing some crushing some weights, doing some different stuff. He posted a video. He did a box jump, you know, 42 inches, right? Now, I know that doesn't seem like very much for most people, but that's three-quarters of his height. So <laughs> pretty good. Well, let's be real. Somebody drew on those boxes with a white sharpie to make it look taller. Pat's like fucking four foot three. He literally jumped six inches. <laughs> Was the angle of the camera kind of thing? Correct. Camera. Yeah, Whitney is pretty good with that camera. That's probably what it was then. Yeah. Uh, oh, guaranteed. Like you yeah. can't set up Lego blocks and then jump on them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. 42 inches um, is pretty good, though, for a hobbit. Yeah, that's what I said. I said it's probably similar to um, – I said, you tell me the, um, the, the, the you know, physical dynamics of it all there, coach. I said, is it similar to like when you do a bench press, your arms are shorter, so it's easier for you to push more weight because your arms are shorter? And, and I said, so because you're smaller, you don't have as much weight to jump up so you can jump – you know, higher. He yeah. kind of goes, yeah, something like that, but it's got to be close. So <laughs> my little funny. kids can jump so high because they don't weigh very much. Correct. That's why your your daughter your daughter's got like the worst coordination of all time. <laughs> the worst what? Your daughter's super uncoordinated. Like when she was doing oh, that for- box show, she- <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, she was trying to get she was trying to get out. Once she got it, she she was able She's to fine. jump up there. She figured it out. Yeah. But she she can do mad pull ups though. That's her thing, pull ups and and um and and ab like, uh, holding herself up for her core strength stuff. She loves doing that stuff. It's weird. So but the boogie child now has set a boxing schedule. Who has the boogie child? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's got a boxing schedule now. She wants to fight. Really? Yeah. The well, she Charles. beat up her cousin again the other day, so maybe she needs to get in there and beat some kids up that want to do some fighting. Listen, the the boogie child is fucking scary. Like she's got a nasty right hand, like her dad, and the uh, the jab is good. She she's got this. She got the pivot. So the first mm-hmm. thing, like I taught her before she even threw a punch, was pivoting. She needs to pivot. Yeah. So yeah, she's got a boxing schedule every day. Three thirty, we're we're banging on the bag downstairs, and she's she hits hard, man. Can she hit the peanut bag better than me? Yes. Yep. Perfect. She's probably nicer than you. She might be able to show me a thing or two. You just yell at me. <laughs> I think she might. She might be able to help me. Maybe I can bring her like a like some sort of a gift. I probably. I feel like I'd have to probably like blackmail her to help me a little bit or pay her off. She wouldn't do it out of the kindness of her heart, I don't think. Yeah, no, she doesn't like you. No, I know. <laughs> ever, ever since I stole her bit for one day. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking pissed. 
<laughs> oh yeah yeah i never forgot that i was like nope not doing that again she, <laughs> she is mad she's pissed but uh the boogie child and i we went to the swift current broncos game last night the old whl that was a good time mm-hmm. saw that and she she likes did that. they win yeah they did we did win five to uh five to three hmm. so nice. she she had a little little cotton candy little chocolate milk got hyper than fuck <clears throat> and then crashed oh and then crashed. Yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw your wife uh, had shared that she got two hundred and eighty-seven percent on the asshole meter, which I thought was kind of weird. And I think that probably um, you scored so high, it probably just uh, the remainder of yours just somehow got carried over onto her test score somehow. It may be like I got a thousand and one percent asshole. That's that's way better than the ninety nine point nine percent you had on the last one that you took because that was that was wrong. I feel that now that I've connected my Instagram to my Facebook, that uh, that it it takes my Instagram account into consideration too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably that probably makes sense. I I've knocked off a lot of the mean memes though as of late. I don't know why. Well, you still seem to tag me in quite a bit of mean shit. Yeah, but you're who you you're Luke. Yeah, no. Right. If we took your shirt off right now, there'd be whip marks on your back. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I enjoy some different kind of stuff though, so that's <laughs> that's why. Dave, take notes. Um <laughs> you should you should speed of being mean. Should have saw Benjamin showed up today, right? Because yeah. the kids are back, and I uh, showed him the video of the uh, of the pop can explosion. I took him out to the van or the SUV, and I was oh, like, "Is that yes. called the van? <laughs> You're a dick." And I said, uh, "Yeah, here you go. You're cleaning this." And he's like, looks up at it. He's like, "Oh wow." He's like, "But how come it's only on the roof? It's nowhere else in here." I'm like, "Cause I cleaned everything else up already." <laughs> like, you know. So he's uh, he, he's got a chore to do today. Oh, tomorrow. He, did he finish it or no? He just looked at it. Like hey? he, he just looked at the mess. Yeah, well, we went to go get the girls, right? That was when, and then oh. he said he'd clean it. I asked him if he he was thinking he might clean it while we were out here recording the podcast, and I told him he didn't have to. He could play with the play with the girls and and play some games or whatever, and then we would just we would do it after. Well, listen, like Benjamin, you can't be leaving your shit in the fucking vehicle unattended. <laughs> The worst part is he got to school and he realized he forgot it in the SUV. And he's like, oh, no, I forgot the SUV. And then didn't didn't think to tell anybody because he's never seen that happen before. It would – I think it would be um, – you know, sometimes you watch those videos that are like all these like different things. Like there, there's something that I would like to see, not in my own vehicle again, but I think it would look kind of therapeutic to see a pop can actually like when it exploded. I just think it would look neat when it froze. I, 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 does it actually just blow up? It must because it traveled everywhere. Well, I, what I would guess is like a, a hole would would come in the can, right? And then with the carbonation, it would just boom, boom all over the place. The can literally blew open like it opened like it, like a bomb went off. Oh shit! Like it's folded. It looks like it looks like somebody stabbed it with a knife. Slit, slit up the the six inches of the can, and then pried open the can like that. That's what the can looks like. It literally like a bomb went off inside the can. 
Wow. Yeah. Like, like I, I can imagine that if you were in there and it happened to go off, like, cause it wasn't like it just would like leak out and kind of splat. It would have blew up. So it's like, you probably would have got hurt if you were standing beside it, you know? That's fucked up. Yeah. So I want to put a pot can outside when it's minus 40 next time and put a camera, set it up and see what happens. But Here's I don't know how long it takes. Cause that thing's been in there for like relatively, it was in there for almost a week straight, but we didn't oh. get any really minus days until, and I had parked my car one day outside for a day and a half, and that was when it blew up. Hmm. Well, here's what so. you do: is you go and you put a pop can in your deep freezer. Why so it blows up in there? No, and then you throw it in your son's room, and then that you say that. Listen, motherfucker, that's what you did to my vehicle. Now clean this shit up. <laughs> like open his open his window. Put it on the ledge so that the cold air comes in from from outside right at the end and then blows it up. Yeah. 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 I, I have a feeling that still affects me somehow, Tanner. Like, I'm going to have to do some sort of cleaning. So oh. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, 100%. Doesn't sound like a good idea. We Sounds gotta... like you're trying to fuck with me again. A, yeah, that, that could happen. We need to come up with a way that we can fuck with your son, though. Like... I don't know, but, uh, well, your kids are lazy, so they're not going to clean up their own shit. No, he'll clean up. He's not lazy, man. He did laundry today and everything. He's did not he? lazy. Oh. He does stuff. I'm cracking down on him lately. Oh, yeah. It's been one of those things. Yeah, he went, he came in, he threw, you know, like, nope, you don't need any technology. You want to play with buttons and stuff? Go do some laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so he did it? So he, yeah, he put it in. He, he put the put the soap in and washed their, washed their coats and snow pants and changed over their clothes and so they fold all their own they fold all their own clothes and laundry both of them do that's funny in their drawer that's funny yeah (laughs) you want to go play with buttons go play with the washing machine (laughs) 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 yeah well works so the hardest thing man now now you're gonna make fun of me but maybe you won't because you have a daughter so i know you get your nails painted too you do things with your daughter that she feels good so amelia gets this um uh like i think knitting it's not knitting it's like needling or whatever right like you get the the little um fuck is it like like wool yeah. or whatever this long big ball of it and we're two time around. well it's got these instructions but you think i can figure this stupid thing out to make a scarf so I'm on the I'm on the couch today with her trying to figure this thing out. So I got I got about this much, about six inches by six inches out now of a scarf that we're making together. So we're pulling it through and but it's fuck me. It's not easy, man. It's like it's it's kinda a little tricky. The trickiest part is getting these little fingers in there and, and, and trying to show her how to do it because one point she wrapped it around wrong, so it's like this nice pattern and then it doubles up and triples up and switches around and but do you ever do any of these things with your daughter? No. Why? She doesn't like fucking with stuff like that. Huh? She doesn't like to do stuff like that. Oh. She just fights and does boy stuff. She actually likes to go hunting. She likes to do the boxing. She likes to paint. So we'll we'll get the we'll get the paints out and we'll do that. Actually, I've got a Boogie Child original over here somewhere. Right here. Little, little boogie, boogie child original painting. Hold it back a little bit. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, 
Huh? Uh, this one's going to the boogeyman. She did this one for Adam. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but she likes to. What? She likes to just do. She likes to do weird stuff, man. She, she'll go outside and like catch bugs or whatever. She doesn't give a fuck. Amelia likes catching bugs. She used to have like this that. like the the bracelet making thing. Fucking hated Shit. it. Hated oh, it. like the yeah. It's it's, it's dumb though. Like, it, I guess if you make a scarf, that's cool. Like you can use it. What the mm-hmm. are you gonna wear this fucking stupid bracelet for a week and then throw it in the garbage? What a waste. Yeah. Now that's the thing. A lot of those things, like they 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 have it. I, I don't know. I just started try to do more stuff with them. Whatever they want to do, try to get them doing more things instead of fucking sitting on the couch trying to watch TV and iPad all the time. I hate that iPad. Let's watch these kids do these things. Why don't we go do those things instead of like, if you want to watch it and get some ideas, fine. Let's go outside now and do some of those things. Like, I'm going to buckle down tomorrow. We're going to buy skates. We're going skating on Saturday. Well, we went skating yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Went over to the outdoor. Yeah, we're going to go tobogganing and skating on Saturday with some friends of theirs. Oh, nice. That's always fun. The Boogie Child also got a uh, pool passes for Christmas this year, so she likes that. She likes the pool. Mm-hmm. Swimming, but with her pool passes, she can take up to five people. Really? Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. cool. I I want to talk to you about uh, shaving heads today a little bit. I shaved my fucking head last night before I went to the hockey game with the boogie child. It looked like a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre in my bathroom. Fucking blood on the wall. There's blood everywhere. I cut myself so bad. But, like, not even in one spot. Like, ten spots. It was fucked up. What kind of razor do you use? Like, okay, Ryan Ford shaves his head all the time. So he gave me shit because I have a, I have a sponsor, personal sponsor myself. It's Harry Shave Club. So they send me this giant package every three months. It comes with, like, 18 razors, four bottles of shaving cream, and, uh, like, a, a new handle. But, uh, like, the Harry's ones, only I only cut myself, like, maybe once or twice with those. Ryan gave me shit. He says, you got to go out and get one of these Gillette sensor pieces of shit. Fuck that thing. That thing fucked my head up so bad. Like, I went to the hockey game last night. And I had to have my hood on because my head was still bleeding. And then when I came home, I looked at my fucking hoodie, and the whole goddamn inside of the hood was covered in blood. I was pissed. Like, there's got to be a way that I can just get this hair taken off my head permanently. Well, you could laser it or or wax it, which I don't think that would be very fun. No. No. We're not doing that. Because your hair on your head is a hell of a lot more coarse than, say, hair on your back or something, and that hurts enough. So, speaking from experience, yeah. Fucking woolly mammoth Luke Spicer. (laughs) Whatever, man. I'm a hairy man. I got to take care of that shit. Nobody wants to see a hairy man on the back. I can't do anything else about it. You got to take care of it. So you do. So you're you're a pretty hairy guy, like everywhere. Pretty much, yeah. So you for where I shave. Your legs are covered in hair. Your chest is covered in hair. Your back is covered in hair when you don't get it waxed at the salon with the rest of the ladies. But I, I'm guessing, as a a 35 year old man, that you probably shave your balls. <laughs> Who doesn't? So you're hairy everywhere, and then you just got this freshly safe. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Manicured man, you gotta keep that, gotta keep that stuff looking looking good. Just this freshly shaved patch. So like everything's dark, 
and then there's just like, this <laughs> fucking radiant light coming off of your dick. <laughs> oh, you tan you tan that part. Oh, you go to the tanning bed, huh? <laughs> just this there. Just have a special ball sack tanner. Just, I'm just kidding. Don't ever fucking put my name in that. Oh yeah. Oh wow, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was super weird. <laughs> nah, you know, you just you know, you, you gotta groom everything. It's kinda like grooming your eyebrows. I know I know you wax the front of your eyebrows. You can tell you do it. Uh, I've never yeah, waxed. I've never waxed them. No, you, you blocked them. No. Yeah, right. The yeah, barber, the barber guy, will take care of those. Okay, there you go. So you manicure your eyebrows. That's what I'm getting at. You still look after. You have to look after stuff. As a, as a as a guy, our shit's going everywhere. Everybody has different things. You're hairy. Your arms are hairy. Yeah. You shave your arms probably. I haven't done that since 2007 or eight. Oh, when you're fighting, yeah, but yeah, mm. it was uh, it was one of those things where it was easier for me to get out of arm bars and stuff like that, being sweaty without having the added grip yep. of my fucking fourteen inch long hairs on my arms. Hairs. Yeah, I can see that. So you know, it's just it's like anything, man. You know, if you don't go get a haircut on your head, then it gets all. You know, I mean, I shave every every week. Keep that, keep it short. Yeah, you got a five o'clock shadow on your face and your head. Yeah, I got to shave again. It's Thursday. I usually shave on Wednesday. I didn't do it last I night. I thought you were going to grow the beard. What the fuck? I, I don't want to grow a beard. Because the, here's the thing, too. If I grow a beard, then you'll start making fun of me that I grew a beard so I could look like you. I would never grow a beard for that reason. What if I made a gentleman's agreement with you right now on the Spice Life podcast that if you grow a beard, I promise I will not make fun of you? No, I'm still not doing it. I don't I don't I don't believe you. <laughs> I just made a gentleman's agreement. You want to put something on it? Like a fucking what a, what a, what can I put on it that something that's going to hurt my feelings, I guess. I, I I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't. I give you I'm I giving, don't actually I don't actually really want to ever grow a beard though. Like I I don't I I like having, you know, a smooth smoothest face. Amelia wants me to shave like smooth, smooth. I'm like, that's never happening. And she tells me I'm always prickly when she hugs me, but I'm not. I'm not doing that. You should. I look like a baby. Like all these old pictures show up. I mean, I've always had facial hair. Like I've never not. I've never really been smooth, except for a few times when I straight blade shaved. I went through a little phase where I was shaving with a straight blade, that I would be, you know, smooth. Then I didn't care because if somebody made me a comment about a baby face i said yeah but i did it like a man so it doesn't really matter have you ever tried shaving with a straight blade i've had my head straight razor before yeah but by somebody huh yeah you had it done by somebody yeah i'm not fucking doing it so i mean have you ever tried shaving with one no your face is one thing but you start shaving your fucking neck with that blade Ooh, she's a little she's a little intimidating you got to shower after you're done because you sweated so much that you thought you were going to die shaving your neck. Yeah, no, I got I got way better things to do with my time than put a straight razor to my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'll go, like, when we went to the original barber shop in Edmonton, Yeah, they straight razored us there. Like, when yeah. we got our, our, uh, our beards done, they straight razored us there. Listen, I'll tell That's you guys. Different. I'll tell you guys right <laughs> now. If you want the best haircut in Edmonton and they don't charge... Do you like I paid 15 bucks for a beard trim in there. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Go to the original barbershop. They those guys will spin you around in the fucking chair. 
throw the goddamn razor up in the air, do all this crazy shit. They're they're the best, hands down. But all those barber shops, I mean, they have to for sanitary purposes. They use a disposable straight blade. It's actually, you know, it still has a guard on it, whatever else. So, so it still actually won't cut you. Not super this place, deep. huh? Not this place. They use a legitimate straight blade, like a flip open, like one inch blade. Oh yeah. They're, we're That's talking. That's not sanitary. It comes out of the fucking sheath, man. They clean it every time. I guess, yeah, and you put it in the 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 like alcohol or whatever, right? So you could you could, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. That's just what the that's just what the barber told me in Las Vegas why they uh, didn't uh, you know they didn't do it or whatever. Oh fuck them. So this has been the weirdest episode of the podcast ever. Like, there's not really much fight news to talk about. Like, yeah, we rambled a long time today. I can't I can't really talk about anything that I've got going on in March yet. You can't really talk about anything that you got going on. Well, I'll tell you guys, listen, 2018's here. We will fight. I guarantee you we will fight. Yeah. Um, we got, there's a lot of big things going on with the podcast and the, the fight community. We're, just, we're literally sitting on news. Yeah. And one thing that we didn't talk about today that I didn't want to, I've been saying, I know we're going to shut her down here, but uh, Edmonton, the commission issues, all that stuff. We don't want to let that. We don't want to talk to everybody and let them be, you know, fans from all over the place be bored. But at the same time, uh, just before Christmas, everybody was talking about this. Now social media, Christmas has come and gone. Nobody's talking about it again. It's just like Mark Pavlich yeah. said. It would disappear if nobody talks about it, right? People are starting to look. The reason some people aren't talking about it is because there's rumors of the uh, River Cree going. If River Cree has their commission which could be the traveling commission from Penhold, um, Alberta, uh, coming up there, then then the problems kind of go away. The, the shows just happen at the River Cree, anything in Edmonton, and off to the races you go, and, and it's not a big deal. So that could be why people aren't talking about it. But, um, you know, still get on there and, and um, you know, hashtag Don Iverson and, and Edmonton City Council and say, you ruined, you ruined combat sports, get off your asses. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, we nobody can forget it. No, you can't. You can't let it slide. None of us can let it slide. Like I wasn't gonna harp on. I didn't want to harp on it on the show. Like we would lose so many people. <laughs> Just if we're, if, oh, I know. If we're shit talking about it all the time, but yeah, get out there. Get your Facebook post, Instagram post, Twitter post. Don Iverson, tag that guy. I can't remember the other the idiot's name, but uh, get Combat Sports back in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can get the fuck out of here today. Hey, man. I guess. We'll see you Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see you Tuesday. Today, the podcast is brought to you by audible.com. So go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash spice. Audible.com will give you a one free month and we'll give you two free credits for two free ebooks. We're also brought to you by Santoro's Boxing Gym in Edmonton. Uh, they are the biggest facility for boxing in Edmonton right now. So go check them out. You can follow them on Instagram at Santoro team. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at bad guy boxing on Twitter at bad guy boxing and on Facebook, uh, Tanner Wilshaw or at the spice of life podcast. Uh, and I guess you can say your shit. Shit. Your shit. Your shit. <laughs> Luke the Duke, no, the Duke underscore Spicer on Instagram, and it's just Luke Spicer on uh, Facebook. So, um, yeah, so 
All right, fuckers. Talk we'll catch you, you next Tuesday. Peace.